This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. The Attorney General's Office has filed a notice of appeal to the Montana Supreme Court. The AG's office disagrees with a judge's decision throwing out parts of a law loosening firearm restrictions on college campuses. The Board of Regents has constitutionally protected authority over the Montana University system, and it has the power to decide how firearms are regulated on campus. That's according to a court order this week from Lewis and Clark District Court. In the district court order, Judge Michael McMahon issued a permanent injunction on portions of House Bill 102 that limit the power of the Board of Regents. Quote, to the extent HB 102 impermissibly infringes and interferes with the BOR's constitutional authority, it is unconstitutional. The judge says HB 102 sections 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, and 8, as applied to the Board of Regents, are unconstitutional. The Attorney General disagrees with that ruling. Quote, state law applies on college campuses. According to Attorney General Spokesperson Emily Cantrell, quote, the Board of Regents does not have the power to pick and choose which state laws it will follow. Montanans do not forfeit their constitutional rights when they step foot on a college campus. In its defense, the state of Montana argues the legislature has the power to ensure public safety, including on campuses, and that the authority of the Board of Regents doesn't trump the right of people to carry arms. Judge McMahon disagreed. McMahon says the debate and decisions made during the 1972 Constitutional Convention show that people wanted a separate and strong authority over higher education. Quote, Montana's arguments relative to BOR's constitutional authority ignore that the legislature's former implicit authority over the BOR under Montana's 1889 Constitution was eradicated in the 1972 Constitution. The decision cited Article 10, Section 9 of the Montana Constitution, quote, The government and control of the Montana University system is vested in a Board of Regents of Higher Education which shall have full power, responsibility, and authority to supervise, coordinate, manage, and control the Montana University system. So, according to Judge McMahon, the state's contention that the legislature has proper oversight doesn't fly. Quote, in this regard, Montana's argument that the legislature can regulate campus activity is misleading at best. Federal, tribal, and state officials have agreed to allow as many as 900 bison from Yellowstone National Park to be shot by hunters, sent to slaughter, or placed in quarantine this winter to prevent the animals from spreading a disease to cattle. Bison routinely leave Yellowstone and head north into Montana each winter, raising concerns that the animals could spread brucellosis to cattle. Brucellosis is a bacterial disease that can cause cows to abort their calves. The disease can spread to people, but is still rare in humans. The concern 
comes despite the fact that there has never been a documented case of bison spreading brucellosis to livestock in the wild. Removing 600 to 900 bison this winter should cause the population to stabilize or decline slightly, but it would increase back to current numbers after spring calving, according to park officials. Yellowstone currently has about 5,450 bison. That's on the high end of recent counts, according to park biologist Chris Garimia. The wildfire that has destroyed parts of the town of Denton has destroyed 25 buildings, including 13 homes. Late on Thursday afternoon, InsaWeb listed the cause of the burn as under investigation. Although the sheriff's office says it plans to release residents from evacuation orders, it also warned people that high winds were still in the forecast, so they couldn't let down their guard. Fire ecologist Philip Higura says the fire is, on one hand, surprising in that such blazes don't typically take place in Montana in December. On the other hand, he says the stage is set for such an event, and the National Interagency Fire Center's outlook points to exactly the area in which Denton is located. Quote, there's one west that has above normal potential for significant fire activity in December, and it is central and eastern Montana. Egura is a professor of fire ecology at the University of Montana's W.A. Frank College of Forestry and Conservation. He also said that drought in the region is part of a broader pattern of lengthening fire seasons, with the shoulders of the season starting earlier and extending later. The fire has burned more than 10,000 acres since it started on Tuesday. Near-seasonal flows have returned to the Madison River, one of Montana's most popular fisheries, after a late-night repair to Hebgen Dam's outflow gate. Northwestern Energy posted on Twitter at 12.33 a.m. Thursday morning that crews had repaired the Hebgen Dam's outflow gate just before midnight and that, quote, the water in the river is rising. Early Tuesday morning, flows to the Madison were cut in half when the dam's outflow gate malfunctioned, killing trout that were stranded in shallow parts of the river. Hebgen Dam operator Northwestern Energy opened the spillway to provide a small boost to the river while it waited for Anaconda Foundry Fabrication Company to build a replacement part, but the boost in volume was minimal since drought conditions have suppressed water levels statewide, including the Hebgen Reservoir. The rapid dewatering of the river, it dropped from 650 cubic feet per second to less than 200, inspired concerned citizens to turn out en masse Wednesday to help Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks move stranded fish into deeper sections of the river. FWP wrote in a Facebook post that crews observed many surviving fish. Relatively few dead trout were observed, and most fish were salvaged between Quake Lake and the dam. It's unclear if Northwestern will be subject to regulatory action by state or federal agencies as a result of the gate malfunction. 
The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service and several conservation groups have agreed to conduct a new Endangered Species Act review of California spotted owls. The agreement stems from a suit that the Center for Biological Diversity and other groups filed against the Trump administration in 2020 for not adding the spotted owl to the list of endangered species. The group said in their complaint that the Trump administration decision did not square with science. A December 2020 Fish and Wildlife report indicated that the population of the owls warranted endangered status, but the agency chose not to reclassify the owls, citing limited resources and higher-priority species. According to a statement from the Center for Biological Diversity, research has confirmed dramatic population declines in four of the areas that the owl is facing increased threats. Increased protection for the owls has contributed to a significant downturn for the commercial timber industry in the Pacific Northwest, impacting many logging-reliant communities. According to reports from the Associated Press, documents show government biologists repeatedly warned Trump-appointed officials at the Department of Interior and at Fish and Wildlife that a decision to lift protections on 3.5 million acres of spotted owl, owl habitat risks the species' eventual extinction. The Trump administration cited the economic devastation on logging communities as the rationale for lifting the protections. Last month, the Biden administration reversed the Trump-era policy. The decision does not guarantee that another review will have the species reclassified. The agency will have until February 25th of 2023 to conduct the review. The building that formerly housed Shopco at 310 North Montana Avenue in Helena has been purchased by a developer that specializes in retail investments. CityVest Commercial, which is based in Newport Beach, California, plans to turn the building into a multi-tenant property and lease it to three or four large retailers it said will, quote, fill a void in this market. The purchase price was not disclosed. Helena's Shopco store closed in 2009. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners in 46 U.S. states and Canadian provinces in 24 countries on six continents. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH, 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, and ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.